Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. There it is. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very happy episode. Drop Bear Gaming. This is episode 99. Two fat ladies sitting on rocking chairs. Eating ice creams with flaky things in them. <laughs> yes, only in England, though. That's what a 99 is in England, for those of you playing at home. And um, it also is a reference in a song about red balloons. Yes, it is. It is. And actually, by the bingo code of the internet, it is all the nines or top of the house. So that's just a bit of, you know, knowledge just dropped. So I'll leave that there. Do with it what you will. Anyway, we're moving on because this is fucking weird. (laughs) Um, This is our E3 special where we talk about things that happened at E3 or I ask questions to people about what happened and they tell me because that works too. Yeah. Most of the time. Um, I watched some of it. Yeah, so that's Matt, obviously. Ah, yeah. <laughs> How you going? Living the fucking dream. It was my birthday on Saturday. Huge. I know. Crickets. I sent him a text message, but I haven't said it to him. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought I'd so just mean. put that out there. <laughs> it's, right. it's only nine o'clock, like two days after. Anyway, and that's Susie in the background. How are you going? Yeah. Good. You're in really the land good. of E3. Yes. Because from what we hear, that's all that happened at all for the last like week. Everyone yeah, talked about E3. Else. Nothing else happened at all. No. Nothing. Didn't even hear too much about that guy running for presidential nominee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yes. That's 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 another thing. <laughs> <laughs> no news there, oh, obviously. Oh, so plenty, but whatever. Well, <sighs> we are going to talk about our E3 special. So, first of all, I'll get out of the way very quickly. I've been playing a shitload of Overwatch, and I really, yep. really enjoy that game. It is heaps of fun. Everything about it that I can find so far, I enjoy about it. All the characters are great. They're really well weighted and there's no, like, dominant character at all. They all have weaknesses. Some of the maps don't fit some of the characters and it's just fun. Nice. So good. So I've been playing nice. that on the PC. Yeah, it's been great. I haven't got it. Oh, you're playing on PC? Yep. Oh. Yeah, PC's loving it. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to try it out yet. Um, but I am wanting to because all I hear is fantastic things. Mm. Yeah, it's good. But I've been too fucking busy anyway. Well, that is true. Because I've been playing NBA 2K16, which is the PlayStation Plus game this month. Um, yeah, I've never certainly getting your money's worth this month. Oh, man. I never played an NBA game, really, <laughs> like apart from like a half a game before I lost my shit at it because it's too <laughs> fucking hard. Certainly are. And I figured I'll get it and I'll try it out because Corey at my place has been playing it um, because I have a copy of it, physical (laughs) copy. (laughs) So I was like, you can play that. And he plays the shit out of it. And I'm like, 
he keeps like asking me to play game matches with him, and I'm like, oh yeah, all right. So I got the PlayStation Plus version. Well, well, the the actual version when it came out for free, and um, yeah, I've been playing the career mode, and it's just so much easier just controlling one person, and I'm friggin' loving it. I played, I don't even know how is, but a lot. <laughs> well, I went through the list before from what he's played and what he was nominated for, and he's obviously played a lot because he's almost MVP. So yeah, yeah, he's just <laughs> being a douche and dominating. Paul LeBron, because you can change the um, <laughs> yeah, you can change the um the quarter lengths, so you can go, but because a normal basketball quarter is twelve minutes. You can change it to like six or seven or whatever. So I put it to like ten, and to actually play forty minutes of basketball of one game on PS4, yeah, you just get so many points. Mm, you would, yeah. So well, it's um, the same yeah. as FIFA. Like if you put it on moderate and you played two forty-minute halves of soccer, yeah, you'd, you know, forty-five minutes each, you'd be stuffed. You'd be over it. Oh, yeah. You'd have like 100 goals. <laughs> yeah, at least. Yeah, but um, yeah, so I I got it to about like 30-minute games now, probably spend about 20 to 30 minutes per game. And um, yeah, I'm like 40 games into my season. <laughs> so Madness. I've probably played like 30 hours of basketball in the last week. Cool. It's good for you. Wow. Well, probably not that good for yeah, me. Getting some exercise. I could it's probably good to see you running around. Yeah, I could do it with some <laughs> sleep. But anyway, that's what I've been playing. And I started Doom the other day. Played that for a little bit on the PC as well. How is it? Because I really, I really want to play it. It's good. Like it, it is Doom. They've just yeah. made a really good Doom. I haven't played a hell yeah. of a lot. Like I only played for about an hour yesterday, so not a lot. And I suck. It's so bad. From playing Overwatch, you know, Overwatch is quick, but it's, I don't know, cartoony kind of movement in a way. Yeah. But Doom is like the guy's bouncing all over the place. The gun sights are like moving at the slightest movement. It's driving mm-hmm. me mental. But it's good. You yeah, watch a... spin around real quick, shoot lots of shit, and then break it with your fist. It's awesome. <laughs> that's I, I watch that's a buddy of mine play it on, on Twitch. Like, that's the closest I have to playing it at the moment. Yeah. So watching the gameplay. It, it's pretty cool. Like, I really want to get my hands on it. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah. Chad, uh, who's been on the show before multiple times, says that it's pretty much his game of the year. It really? Like, it surprised him how good it is, but he's like completely loving it. That's I think he good. just finished it and he said it's one of the best games he's ever played. Yeah, top 10 definitely, he said, didn't he? Mm. Interesting. Which is a pretty big call. Well, fuck yeah. yeah. I've got 10 top games of my whole life this year already. <laughs> Uncharted. <laughs> and it Uncharted happens every two. year, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> Speaking of um, Doom and like bringing back old games, mm. well, Bethesda at E3 announced that they're mm-hmm. remaking, they're making a new Quake game. Yep. That's pretty so cool. I saw I, that. I didn't see anything about it. What is it like? What does it entail, Susie? Or did you just see that they are doing it? 
I um I didn't actually catch the conference when it happened. Um it was something that I was reading about um actually afterwards. And I'm kinda sad that I missed it. If only there was a place to go on the internet to like watch things. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, um I don't know about you guys, but I played the hell out of Quake when it oh, came yeah. out. And Quake Two and Quake Three. Like, you know, yeah, I was I played a shitload of Quake Two and Quake Three. Geeky teenager going to lands with my computer and playing Quake with friends. Nice. <laughs> but that's what we did yesterday. Um, oh, that's awesome. But yeah. I I'm glad that they actually are doing a new Quake. Above all else, I'm glad that they're doing a new one. Because it's just, it's such a old title that just needs, like, I mean, they're already doing it with Doom, which is great, but it's just, you know. Well, in my head. If I she th- doesn't I... know Quake, she's too young for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> huh. There's a shirt right there. Well, the thing of it, you sell a squillion of those. Basically, Doom was... Doom was like your story based. It was like the first first person shooter, but it was most like story based, not a multiplayer game, right? Yeah, Quake had been multiplayer. And then Quake yeah. was like the one. Yeah. Before yeah. CS. If and you didn't I, have tournament. Yeah. If you didn't have Quake, you would not have had Unreal Tournament and CS and you know mm-hmm. everything that we're enjoying now, you can thank Quake for. Yeah, basically. Essentially. Essentially. Like this is the granddaddy of gaming as we know it so yeah having a new um having a new quake yeah i'm happy about it and it's huge absolutely absolutely um yeah i'm looking forward to it i'm just (laughs) i'm going over the e3 trailer for it again yeah so it's called quake champions and there's a bunch of different characters you can play as and it has like your you know all your normal multiplayer stuff like um tanks and snipers and yeah and like melee Mm -hmm. attacks and that kind of shit i'm not sure what system it's going to come out on like presumably it'll be multi-platform but i think they've only said computer pc at the moment so makes sense well yeah it is bethesda Mm. Yeah, they can just go, you know what? We're going to make Quake and we're only going to make it for PC. Yeah, and people on PC will be like, see Master Race. <laughs> <laughs> but Bethesda could just do that and go, fuck yous. We don't no, care. Fuck yeah. We're making making this PC game for PC for, mm. to play. Yeah, on. and if you don't like it, you can play Remastered Skyrim. Bye. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. You know? yeah, well, I mean, they... Do struggle to make games that are decent on console. Bethesda. Yeah, yeah fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, that's just yeah. a, that's just fucking. Dishonored was good. Yeah. Oh man, the Wolfenstein games. There's a new Wolfenstein game they announced as well. Well, they teased anyway. Ooh. Um, it should be good. Because they've been doing like. <laughs> they've they've done those last two. What was it like? Old blood. Um, the old blood and the new order. Yeah, and I played the first one, which I think was old blood. I got new order, but I haven't played it yet. But the um, yeah, old blood. That was the first one, right? When they remade Wolfenstein recently. 
Uh, no, the um, New Order was the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or whatever. Whichever one the first one was, I played the <laughs> shit out of it and loved it. That yeah. game was fun. No, they were great. They were really, really, really good. Like, Seriously I, well done, hey? They were. They were. And well, it, it really tapped into the original Wolfenstein and what it was. And the graphics the were beautiful. Yeah. yeah, the atmosphere was was amazing in it. I, I probably felt that they were probably a little bit too short. Well... They were short, but they weren't. Like, if you really wanted yeah. to look at everything, um, you could certainly take your time with it. It didn't hold your hand either mm. as far as playing a campaign goes. Like, you know, with the objective, it was like, yeah, it's here. How you get Go there get is, yeah. 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 So there was always more than one way. And I like that. A lot of games don't offer that in their campaigns. Mm. So it was and something th- new. Mm. It was all single player as well. So Yes. Like, when you do that, you kind of, I guess most single-player shooters are like 10 minutes, <laughs> uh, 10 hours, 10 to, delicious. <laughs> 10 to 15 <laughs> hours normally, yeah. like maybe not even that. So Ish. I think I got like 10 to 15 on, on New Order, but I played through it and got the Platinum Trophy, so... I did oh, like nice. everything there was to do in it because it was frigging awesome, and it was like yeah. cheap as hell too. Yeah, mm, it's. Out. A, I think it's an underrated title. I think it's definitely, really underrated. Definitely. Well, and it has the good shock moments to it as well. Mm. Interesting. Oh, like effect. brutality moments, like mm-hmm. like yeah. chainsawing a guy up and shit yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> there was some moments in that game. I just sat and I was just like, I do not feel good. <laughs> that was not a comfortable feeling. That was something that I noticed in a couple of the things that I saw on. Uh, I was actually on the PlayStation press conference. Like, of course you were. Yeah. Well, there was some moments <laughs> where I was like, "Wow, that is almost unnecessarily fucking brutal." Yeah. Like uh, well, that's the, where it's going, though. Yeah, but like, so the God of War. I mean, God of War has always been. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, that's the game that you play if you want to see some fucked up gory shit. But yeah. the trailer for it had like him leading Kratos. Oh, spoilers! If you haven't seen the trailer, Kratos is there. <laughs> yeah. And um, he's like kind of trained- picked up from the title though. Yeah. He's well, he's training this kid, and it's like Viking uh, Norse gods instead of Greek gods. He's training this kid, and it, to like hunt this deer, and he ends up fucking making this kid like stab the deer yeah, neck to, the animal. It, to slaughter yeah. it and it's just like I mean every game has animal slaughtering but it's just like really in your face yeah and the kid mm. doesn't want to do it he doesn't want to do it he's actually got the knife and looking at it going I can't do this I just can't and Kratos just pushes his hands down to make him stab the thing yeah it's fucking pretty crazy yeah but um anyway but there is, I mean that's where it's going unfortunately yeah like I made the reference on Facebook the other day, can't remember which day it was, Friday, Thursday, and I looked at my Facebook and everything was either about the shooting that had just happened and how many other shootings happened in that day and all these types of things. And then mm-hmm. the other side of my feed was basically games of shooting things and videos of things being blown up and bludgeoned to death and like all this fucking disgusting violent shit that's coming out of all these games at the moment. I was like, wow, how weird is that? 
almost every post that everybody that I knew put up there was about one of those two things. Mm-hmm. So anyway, That's I went and watched some of the trailers and I was like, wow, these are some cool games. And I totally forgot about the shootings for that moment. Um, yeah. It's not bad, I guess. <sighs> well, kind of heavy to put it that take way. on that kind of stuff. Yeah. So but it can be. I don't think we should get too bogged down in that kind of stuff. Um, no, well, there's heaps to talk about from E3, so we'll mm. keep going on that. Um, I, Something a bit more interesting like um, well, the fractured butthole. How about we just finish up with Bethesda wow. first? We, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't expect us to start with Bethesda. No. <laughs> so we'll just we'll finish that off. We'll talk about Wolfenstein game that came out a year and a half ago for 20 minutes. <laughs> no. Well, they're making a new one. Anyway, they're talking about yep. they're talking about VR support for Fallout 4 and Doom and um, with the end goal of Fallout 4 being entirely playable in VR, which is a pretty cool concept, I reckon. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever sleep ever again. It's pretty immersive, really. You just live in Fallout. I'm yeah, sure people just... will. Oh, man, how many people are going to die from I being... don't want to see a death claw like that. Just like, right. oh, you know, like in Korea, right. people just play World of Warcraft for 50 hours and then die of food and water needs. Yep. Yeah, like that. Or they don't go to the toilet until they get, like, messed up. Anyway. <laughs> that's wow. the, okay. That's, that's a world with Fallout 4 on VR. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. The Let's other who falls. They also showed Dishonored 2 and Prey. Um, Prey looks cool, but... Uh, kind of the biggest, I guess one of the bigger announcements was a remastered Skyrim with mod support on consoles, which is kind of cool. Mm. Eh. People eh. who didn't play Skyrim on the uh, older systems or on PC, and maybe it'll actually have decent graphics now. Yeah, and not glitch. Mm. We'll see. You'll be able to Never. play it on a PlayStation platform without your save being corrupted after 50 hours. Yeah, but where's the fun in that? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> everyone's got a story. Exactly. You'll need a story. No, sure. um, I, I mean, because I mean, I didn't play much Skyrim or anything like that. You know, not my thing. But um, I don't know. Do you guys know what the reaction to that was? Were people kind of like, "Oh, cool, remastered," yeah, or were people were like, stupid, but yeah, okay, it's or were they like, "No, I wanted a new one." There was a woman in the crowd who screamed, "Like, oh my god!" <laughs> oh, wow. But that was yeah. all you could hear, so there was uh, no one else even reacting. Yeah, she was. It's <laughs> like <laughs> uh, so you were paid to be there. There was some. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think people are pretty happy. Like, it got leaked beforehand that that was a potential thing that they were going to announce, so it wasn't that much of a surprise. But um, You people... mean something from Bethesda got leaked? Mm. Wow. Never probably happens. not on purpose this time. Well, oh, Microsoft's gotcha. Microsoft's whole thing that all of their trailers got leaked before. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? The one of the Microsoft execs came out afterwards and was like, when asked about it, they were like, "Yeah, it sucks when that happens." <laughs> it's like, oh, does it? Does it suck when all of your surprises at the biggest game convention in the world of the year it's just before? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Oh well, unlucky. Mm. So where do, where do you want to go next? Do you want to go Ubisoft, South sure. Park? Yeah, the fractured but whole. Ubisoft. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you want to watch the funniest of the press conferences, go and check out the Ubisoft one because it's always 
quite hilarious, although it's like the longest one. I think it went for like two hours. Dang. So if you've got two spare hours to sit and All watch right. that. Be right back. I'll go watch it and I'll come back. All right. Let's pause. All right. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. Yeah. So South Park, the fractured but whole. Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> it's now nine o'clock the next day. Mm. So anyway, <laughs> um, so for those of you who played or didn't play the start South Park, the stick of truth, it was basically a South Park game where you are a new kid in town and you join in, the, all the kids are playing a game of basically fantasy, like role-playing, where they're wizards and stuff like that. So the game's mechanics all all around spell casting and using bows and arrows and swords and stuff like that mm-hmm. to tell the funny story. The Fractured Butthole is the next day and you go over to Cartman's house and they're like, no, 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 we're not playing that shitty game anymore, you idiot. You need, mm-hmm. we're playing superheroes. So you have to get a superhero costume and then you build, you like pick out of, I think there's three or something different types of superhero you can pick and then you get backstories and stuff given to you by Cartman. <laughs> and and then you like run around doing superhero battles and stuff. And that'd be cool. They've upgraded the game's um, fighting mechanics. So it's turn-based, but it's, now there's like a grid so you can move around and you can manipulate other characters by like pushing them away or pulling them towards you and doing all their superhero moves and stuff. So they've like upgraded the fighting in it, which actually yeah. was really cool in the Stick of Truth. Um, well, it made the game. Well, a, a lot of people actually said Stick of Truth was their game of the year. And I think didn't you play it when that. it came out? Yeah, I didn't finish it. I yeah. think I mentioned it on it on the game of the year podcast as well. Yeah, but um, I remember you talking about it. Yeah, mm, I really liked it. I wish I'd have finished it, but the PS4 came out. But oh, you bloody PS4! Yeah, you bastard. You but <laughs> the upside is that if you pre-order the new one, you get a copy of Stick of Truth on the new consoles. Like, you can already yeah. play Stick of Truth on Xbox One using backwards compatibility for the 360 yeah. version. But they are making a newer version of Stick of Truth for PS4 and Xbox One that you'll get for free with a pre-order of the new game or if you buy the new game before, I think it's March next year, and it comes out in December. The only problem is that you can't, pre-order it on the PlayStation Store at the moment. It's available in every other country, apparently, but not in Australia for some fucking reason. Oh, that so, must suck. So typical. Yeah, because what they said <laughs> was like, if you pre-order it, you get the game, you get the Stick of Truth now to start playing immediately. Oh, uh, so you can start playing it now. Yes, yeah, okay. so play through that, and then by the time you finish it in four months' time, six months' time, whatever, however mm-hmm. December is away, <laughs> Um, but... <laughs> you'll be all up to date on the story. So you can start the next day. So there's that. Um, it's yeah. pretty cool. Should and I for just... all the Trekkies out there, the nerd Trekkies, they've got VR Star Trek game coming soon, so they'll be able to walk around on the bridge and you know, kick Spock in the shins and shit. Well, actually, <laughs> I guess. It was pretty cool. They had LeVar Burton, the guy who played Geordie on The Next Generation, um, I think the guy with the like the fucking LED visor 
over his eyes or whatever. Okay. Blind dude. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He came out. And, well, no, that he didn't come out. I don't think he came out on stage. I didn't get that far into the thing. It was long. I already said it was a long fucking... <laughs> Basically... Um, there's this game called Star Trek Bridge Crew, which is a Ubisoft VR title where you are a member of the bridge crew on a spaceship that is not the Enterprise but is some other spaceship in the oh, Star Trek. Oh, that's boring then. Why would they make people be in Star Trek and not on the Enterprise? Mm-hmm. But that's weird. It'll be, it looked pretty cool apparently, so whatever. Keep your eyes out. If you're interested in Star Trek, go on YouTube, Star Trek Bridge Crew might be something that floats your boat and another vr game that ubisoft have announced which looks fucking cool is an eight person multiplayer competitive multiplayer game called eagle flight where you're like birds fighting each other in the sky that's cool but it's eight person multiplayer all using vr headsets wow that's an expensive land yeah that is jesus (laughs) it's online i don't think i know eight people Globally, who are you know, <laughs> yeah. playing VR? Exactly. Because <laughs> imagine, yeah, there will be, it'll be online, and there will be enough people, I'm sure. Because <laughs> oh well, at least at least that way that mm. would be that would be the only way to do it. I think. Yeah, I don't think you could do it in a. I mean, I guess you could do it in a room if you had eight people with VR headsets. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. That's how I imagined it. It's a fucking big room too. Yeah, people be a take out an and... ad in the paper for it. Yeah. Seeking seven more VR holders to come and going. flap around in the yard like a pair of birds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you need to flap around. Oh. Uh, where's the fun? There's like a hands, <laughs> I think. I don't know. Oh, boring. Anyway, well, so... on Ubisoft, I want to play For Honor. I said that last time, and now this game trailer, like, playthrough thing is amazing. Have you watched a little bit of it? Yeah. It looks sick. It's uh, So, for those who don't know, For Honor is... I think it's... It kind of reminds me of, like, Dynasty Warriors or something like that, where you, there's, like, just swarms of enemies, enemies that you just slice to pieces... Yeah, so, perfect. Huh. Mm. But it's Vikings versus Samurais versus what's the third one? <laughs> Vikings, oh, Samurais, and knights. 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 Yeah. Mm. Which big, is like bizarre. you can have swords or um, a shield, like sword and a shield, a broadsword. There was fucking axes and shit. Which is it looks crazy. good. Mm. It looks fucking insane. And if it looks like that, then. It looked beautiful as a game. Just the artwork and all that kind of stuff. Like, it looks, you know, there are obviously some gratuitous parts, but the game itself looks amazing. It kind of reminds me of, um, you remember when uh, At War, is that what it's called? Rome at War or whatever? Rome at, Rome, yeah, at War or something like that. Yeah. And you could zoom down and you could see, like, you could actually zoom into the fight. Mm. And there was people fighting. I mean, that was 15 years ago. But it reminds me of that, but being in there, but just gorgeous. So much going on. There's people fighting all around you and you're having like a boss fight in the middle of a war kind of thing. It looks cool. It mm. does. It does look The trailer is, is definitely impressive for it. That's mm. probably one of the best looking trailers I've ever seen. I think the challenge with those games, because like... Like I said, the first thing it reminded me of was Dynasty Warriors, and 
although I played the shit out of like whichever one it was on PS2, mm-hmm. um, it's it's pretty much like a leaderboard battle those type of games, yeah, and, and it gets real repetitive. So hopefully, well, it I guess like if it's chivalry to me, but just yeah, I mean if it's up. online multiplayer fighting against other people with armies, like you lead your army in and then you try to take out the other army yeah. leaders. Which it probably is. <laughs> um, it looks that, that would way. be really cool. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, the only thing it kind of reminds me of, which it's not even the same thing, of course, but um, I know, Matt, you said you didn't play Deadliest Warrior. Did you play that, Lucas? I don't think so. No. It was based on a on the TV show of it that I used to watch on Foxtel. And um, that was basically where they would compare, like, all these different um, fighting styles. So, like, your Viking um, and oh, a wow. samurai, all their fighting styles, and put them put them to the test to see who would who would win out of the battle. And they basically made a so fighting like game from that TV series. It was like Mythbusters yeah. sport together. Kind of like that, yeah. Yeah, but, like, each, each episode they would have um, something paired off, and I... They would have things like ninjas. Um, I remember one episode had, like, the mafia um, <laughs> as well, yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, like Spetsnaz, just a whole bunch of different things. And that's why I'm, like, watching the trailer for it, and it's like, yeah, last time I saw a battle like that was in Deadliest Warrior, where you basically <laughs> had a Viking fighting a samurai. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. I'm looking forward to it even more now. Mm-hmm. Not, not even and... not anywhere near as pretty as what this could possibly be, though. Yeah, it that's for sure. And it's not a, <laughs> not a standard fighting game. No, well, that's the thing. Like I played Chivalry a fair bit because it was a good fun lane game. Like you could just have people choose a side and it's capture the flag, and it's all like you know knights against different knights, pretty much. Like they had mm-hmm. a few different kind of fighting styles, but. Yeah, when I first got it, you could be a guy with a pole, like a spear kind of guy, or a knight, or a guy with bow and arrows, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they had different factions, of course, but that was pretty much the only choices you could make, regardless. And you're just running, yeah. just trying to hack at each other. As knights, like it'd take a second and a half for a big sword swing, so you'd press it, and they'd like lean forward with this huge you know, sword swing. And if the person got out of the way, you were screwed. They'd just take you to, like, to pieces. So that was pretty cool. And it's just like a huge strategy game. Mm. So like, in effect, this. Yeah, that's all the your idea. moves are like a strategy move, even though it's real time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hell yeah. So anyway, I'm looking forward to Fauna. But I said that when I saw the trailer last year. Well, that was the thing about the Ubisoft conference. They showed a couple of things that they'd already shown stuff of, mm. like in particular For Honor and Ghost Recon Wildlands they showed last year. But this year they showed a big gameplay segment about Ghost Recon, and it's like phenomenal. Mm. Four-player co-op in an open world in like, where is it, like Bolivia? And Bolivia has been taken over by a Mexican drug cartel. Of course. Mm-hmm. Because they can grow they grow a lot of cocaine plants down there. 
Take her a there. lot of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Co- coca leaves or whatever. And then, so the Mexicans are like, hey, let's go there and do that. So they take over Bolivia and it becomes like a drug cartel run country. And you are a member of a, an elite squad who are there to fuck shit up, basically. Yeah. And, and you do from the look of the trailer. Yeah. And it looks friggin' awesome. So hey, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one for sure. Mm. Um, and Watch Dogs 2 had already been announced like yeah, the in the last week or two and the trailers were put out and stuff like that. That looks fucking awesome as well. Mm. So I really fucking liked Watch Dogs 1, so I'm really looking forward to the sequel to that. What about I you guys? I still need to finish Watch Dogs 1 because I got it on PC and then I played like half of it, I think. Mm. And then I bought it on the PlayStation and it's still sitting there. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't even think I've turned it on. The side missions and stuff did get really repetitive, but I thought overall the game was really fun and the mechanics and stuff I liked, like all the hacking and stuff like that. It was a yeah. concept. So, and like from the looks of it, they've really done a lot to improve in Watch Dogs 2 as well. So, like, mm. even the characters, like. Aiden in Watch Dogs 1 was like a real piece of shit that you couldn't really relate to. True. He was like... know his motivation at all. It was like a vengeance mission, which is not really endearing. No. And so in the new one, this guy, it follows this guy who's like joined DedSec to try and fight the evil corporations. So he's like a good guy fighting for good, Mm. which is something everyone can get behind except people who hate goodness and love yeah so (laughs) Watch Dogs 2 looks cool that comes out later this year there was no Assassin's Creed because there's no Assassin's Creed this year yeah apparently they announced that earlier this year I didn't even notice but in February they put out a statement saying that they were taking a year off from the franchise wow (laughs) probably running out of stories I don't know because they had a lot of people complain (laughs) how many more times can you go backwards in time (laughs) well the problem was that they did Unity. They did Unity, yeah. which was like a complete fucking mess, and people went off their chops about it. Mm. And then they brought out Syndicate last year, which was fucking awesome and like brought the game back as like everyone who was like, oh, Unity ruined it for me. They were like, wow, this game is fucking awesome again. And so they've kind of taken that on board and they're taking a year off. But you can still get your Assassin's Creed fix because the movie is coming out. Oh, there you go. Oh, yay. And it's canon. Go. The movie is canon with the fucking game series, oh. apparently, which is huh. like it's, the it's, it's in the same universe. I don't know if there'll be any like of the same characters or whatever, but yeah, it's cameos. Pretty bizarre. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Pyramid Head will show up. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, the uh, quick mention for Trials of the Blood Dragon, which is a sort of amalgam of the Trials games, which are the, like the riding around on a BMX doing tricks and stuff like that. Cool. And Far Cry Blood Dragon, which was like used the Far Cry 3 engine and it was like this 80s action movie oh, parody yeah. game. Mm-hmm which was was really funny and fun to play. They've mixed them together, so it's Trials with Guns, basically. Oh, what? Yeah, and it's available now. Get so, that. Yeah, it looks pretty fucking Sold. Cool. 
Yeah. And Steep was the other thing from Ubisoft, which is an open, get this, open world extreme games game. Yeah. So, like, it it's looks on amazing. A, yeah. It looks fucking amazing. It's yeah. an open world on a mountain and you can like spawn wherever you want and snowboard or hang glide, not hang glide, like wingsuit down the mountain yeah. and do challenges with your friends. Base jumping. Oh, all kinds fucking of shit. unbelievable. Mm. So like the it's way good I... that you can spawn anywhere because like mm. it kind of takes the fun out of a game when you ski down and then you have to sit in the snow lift for like <laughs> forty five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the load times aren't too bad. But the way like, any ears the, pop, the gameplay of it game. kind of reminded me of like imagine if you were playing a skate game like Skate Two or Skate Three or something, but it was on a snowy mountain. <laughs> yeah, it, so. it looks like um, SSX. Yeah, like an open world SSX yeah. with added, like you can ski James instead Bond of moves. snowboarding and you can fucking base jump and yeah. fuck what a mate, awesome. <laughs> so that's Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, since we're doing third parties, how about we get EA out of the way and then we'll hit Microsoft. All right. We'll be quick through these because they're not really anything new. EA didn't really show much. Uh, they showed Titanfall 2 which mm-hmm. we all knew was coming, and it's not a Xbox exclusive this time around. No. Um, Should be interesting. I didn't watch that, but, you know, some people... Were like, I saw a little bit of it. Hmm? Um, I saw a little bit of what do you the think? Titanfall 2 stuff. Um, and that's only because it was on straight after uh, they had Battlefield squads for Battlefield 1, and I was sort of laying down watching it, and I couldn't find the... Thing. Stop! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> I don't care about Titanfall. No. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I'll take it with a grain of salt. I mean, Titanfall was was pretty cool, mm-hmm. uh, for when it you know when it came out and what it was, but you it know, was it super died. popular. And then it just all of a sudden it went it like by like died. two weeks of being everyone going, "Wow, this game is so good!" And then, yeah. Pff- Pretty much. Not playing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I wonder what it was even... that came out. I don't know. Um, Probably Battlefield or Call of Duty or something. Yeah, everyone just no, changed. No, because they, they all came out at the same time. But I think it was just this, like after you do the same thing in it after a yeah. while because it was just multiplayer, um, had a very, you know, light storyline in there that, you know, you really didn't really know what was happening unless you were paying attention to it, I guess, at the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after a while, you just kind of get sick of it. Yeah. You know, and you go and play something else. But um, this time, so one of them. from what I gathered from it, there's going to be uh, a campaign and it's going to focus more on what's happened and what's going on. Um cool. Apparently, the the one emphasis they had on there was that the Titan uh, it, it explores the relationship between the Titan and the pilot more. And I'm just sort of watching Sexy. it going, really? Like, okay. Wow. So I guess, I guess the Titan... So it's going to be R-rated. <laughs> Anything that explores like feelings that. in a game, that's it. It's all over. R-rated. Can't have kids believing in feelings. <laughs> it could be interesting to see how they incorporate that because, I mean, the Titans are really AI, so mm. whatever. But Sexy. Um, yeah, it looks, exactly. 
it looked like a Titanfall game. Well, yep. it's a Titanfall game then. Cool. Sweet. Um, to look out for. Yeah, definitely. If you like Titans and falling, that's and your game. Exploring the relationship and between people and Titans. <laughs> yeah, if you Get like into it. If you like Get number your hands twos, on it if you like it. If you like number twos. <laughs> <laughs> Get your hands on some number twos. Just oh, cold ones. Come on, Matt. Uh, so Just they showed, cold and soft. Uh, yeah. The creator, one of the creative directors of the Uncharted series, who recently left during the kind of upheaval with Uncharted Four, was Amy Hennig, and she got a new job with EA, working with the the team that made Dead Space, and they're working on a Star Wars game, and they showed a little like kind of pre-alpha, early, early footage bit of her game that she's creating. And it was like a third-person game that you would expect from the person who made Uncharted, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, uh, I don't really have much to say about that except that it's, like, based on her pedigree, that should be a pretty good fucking... Star Wars game. Star Wars game. Um, EA also announced that they've got a new thing called EA Originals, which they're using as a platform to support high-quality indie games, stuff like Unravel and things like that. Cool. So that's a cool thing. Mm. They showed a little bit of Mass Effect Andromeda, which is finally coming out soon, hopefully. I think next year. Yeah. Mass Effect is so fucking good. Um, And Susie, Battlefield Mm. 1. Yep, yep. How Um, does it look? looks fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. It looks so good. Um, and I'm really glad that, that that was actually shown off, you know, day one of mm. E3, you know, because I didn't want it to be mm. something that's like, oh, I don't want to wait all week for this and then, you know, miss it. So um, <laughs> it was... Pretty much EA's biggest thing this year. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. So it fucking Getting should pumped, be. Isn't it? Well, it's it's going to be really good. Yeah. It looks really, really interesting because we mentioned, I think it was in the last episode or maybe the one before we were talking about Battlefield 1. And we were yeah, saying, the one before. How, yeah, we were saying how, like, it's kind of, you know, we're a bit iffy about World War One as a, mm-hmm. as the time period because yep. of weapons and that kind of stuff. But yeah. from what I've seen, it looks really, really cool how they have had, like, you know, the, the two different sides of the war or, like, multiple sides, but you know what I mean, had all these different types of weapons because of how, you know, machine guns and tanks and all that stuff were brand new. And yep. so they, they had were, to invent their own. Yeah, they had to come up with it on the fly. And so you got tanks that look completely fucking different from the tanks that the other the enemy has. Yeah. And same with guns and shit, which is super friggin' interesting. It is. It is. And going to that, um, you know, looking at... Uh, that war because I mean that war was you know a very long time ago now it's hundred years how, yeah <laughs> I don't know how relevant the teachings of it are you know in school and everything like that now uh, I mean when I was in school I took a big interest to it but um it's really and I think I said this the last time it I'm looking forward to seeing that simulation and seeing how it is and one thing that people were commenting on while they were playing. Uh, at E3 was how much the guns kick in it, mm. which is you know what you would expect because they're not like the weaponry is now. So I think yeah, gamers are like probably going to get a... powered M16s and shit. 
Exactly, exactly. You know, and I think people are going to maybe get will need to adjust their game style a little bit to enjoy it. But I think I think overall it'd be good. I really like the bayonet charge. I think that yeah. that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I just I'm looking just, forward to doing that. It astounds <laughs> me the number of different sort of like types of battles there are like there's biplanes and fucking horses mm-hmm. and shit like that <laughs> unreal i thought I, the coolest thing that i i probably took away from watching you know a bunch of celebrities and nerds all in one big room together playing was the fucking airship you know the zeppelin, yeah, zeppelin. and how that incorporates gameplay um because they were playing conquest when they were showing that off and you know, depending on where you want to shoot that airship down is going to probably, from what I could tell, change the way the rest of the map plays out. Because if that thing falls on a bunch of buildings that you're in, the whole build, all the buildings are going to disappear. Yeah, and it's there'll be like be a death. lot of fire. Death from a lot above. Of death from above, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's super cool, actually, yeah. Well, because... My- they do destructibility so well, yes, generally. And, um, yeah, one of the other things that I heard was, like, weather effects. Like, you can see when yeah. it's raining, you can see droplets on the gun. And, you like, if you're sniping, you know, if there's a clear sky, you can see, like, 200, 300 meters away. But if it starts raining, you struggle to see 100 meters away, which really would change that, like, force people to change their game style, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, it's got dynamic weather in it, which is pretty awesome. Fuck yeah. That game. You can read the play as well and like see people getting sniped a lot and then it just starts raining. And all the fog comes in and just blocks. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Line God, God's like, yeah. God's like, I know 400,000 people died from a yeah. machine gun charge yesterday, but this one guy, I'm going to make it rain. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, God. Yeah. Uh, He's on your side. No, I... I think it'd be really good. I think it'd yeah. be a really awesome game when it comes out. Um, it was probably, you know, it was a really enjoyable part of E3. You know, it wasn't like a big conference for it. It was just, you got to see it with just Hang a on, bunch of people. Hang on, are we still talking people. about FIFA 17 or have we started talking about Battlefield? <laughs> We're talking about Battlefield. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Fuck you, FIFA 17. We'll get to FIFA, actually. Nobody cares about FIFA. Uh, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. But, yeah, Battlefield 1. Um, you got to get it on PS4 if you get it, Susie. Oh. You have a PS4? You're going to buy me one? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. I forget. My, my birthday will no be soon-ish after it. Look, we, we need to fucking play it together is what I'm saying. <laughs> Because he needs all the help he can get. <laughs> Better than fucking you are. Well, there no you doubt. go. You know what? No You'll doubt. have Christmas and my birthday soon <laughs> afterwards. So there you okay. go. You guys can chip in and very good. Send it on out. <laughs> we send you on with an Australian plug. Yeah. So I won't even still be able to play with you. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> Just bend the pins till they fit in the wall. That's <laughs> Just wall. put a bobby pin in one of it <laughs> one so of that it can actually <laughs> yeah. run in, yeah. Good idea. Um, yeah, so Battlefield 1 looks really good. If you are interested, as you, 
as with everything else, go fucking YouTube it. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> uh, and then quickly, FIFA 17, I was a bit like, because I played a lot of FIFA 16 and then it kind of, I was just like, I'm not that interested anymore. And It did that quick, this one. I don't know why. Yeah, like, I don't I know. I played a lot of FIFA 15, a lot of FIFA 15. And then... You've been playing FIFA since the day you and I oh, spoke. Yeah. No, I've, I've played every FIFA game that ever came out. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I've played them every year. And then 16 came out, and maybe because I'd played so much of 15, and then there was slight changes, and, like, it was really good, but... I don't know. It just lost it quick. Yeah, there was something about it. Mm. But it had a few extra features, and that's one thing that they've added this time, which is going to be even better. Well, I really liked the Ultimate Team in FIFA 16, but... um. I was a bit like, yeah, I'm not really sure about FIFA 17. I might give it a miss this year. And then they announced the new feature that you're about to talk about. Mm, which is a story mode, which is the same as basically what they've put in the... NBA has. Yeah, NBA. Well, NBA's story mode is like a Spike Lee fucking movie inside the game. Yeah, which and is what it was said to be. Yeah, it's pretty cool, I guess, but the FIFA one looks really, really cool. It's It follows uh, like an up-and-coming youngster in the British Premier League, English Premier League, and you get to pick which team you get signed to, and then you play games, and you get to play the career games. You control the whole team, mm. but your character is always like highlighted and you have certain things that you need to achieve in each game. And you, you it, can probably play as both like in the last one where it was, you know, you created a character, there was no story or anything, but you created a character and dropped them in a squad. You could either pick to play the whole team or to play as the one person. So it might be still have that functionality, yeah. I reckon, because it's a good thing to have if you want to just control one. Yeah. Um, well, that's that, it. Probably will be both. Um, but the so the character's name is like Alex Hunter or something like that. Cool. That you the you, um. Let's you go, know. Alex Hunter. Let's go. Yeah. And um and if like if you sure. have a, if you have a shit game, you have to like face up to the owner of your club and be like he'll be like why were you so shit, and you have to you know deal with that kind of stuff. So it's like. Because the career mode in NBA is like everything about an NBA career. You have to like work with businesses for endorsements and stuff like that in your off days and things like that. So what? crazy. Yeah, it's like... It's like... Oh, it's so it's much as more though, than just a game. Yeah, it's as though you are an NBA star with a career. So you play games, but you also get endorsements and you have like a counter that tells you how many fans you have and what ranking you are in like jersey sales. How cool is it going to be when they like incorporate all of that stuff inside a game and then all of that like story mode is like a telltale game and depending on how you play as a player on the field and then control, yeah, like how you move on in your career and then they'll make it VR and that's when people are going to die. <laughs> they'll be like, oh, I'm such a successful star. Yeah, I'm a super player. superstar. But and they're yeah. just dying on a couch somewhere. <laughs> this is charming. <laughs> um no, but I think that's what FIFA's gonna be like. Not the dying on the couch bit, but like where your actions <laughs> your actions affect your progression through your career. So 
Yeah, it's interesting. I know, that's the kind of stuff they were talking about. It looks really cool, and it's coming out in September. So there you go. Done. Not long to go. Mm. So we're to the meat and potatoes of the fucking show now. That's rude. Yep. Oh, no. Frank and Beans. No, you got that wrong. (laughs) Um, I did not watch the Microsoft press conference because I do not own an Xbox One or a PC. You should have done it. You should have done it out of respect for me. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I probably will, actually. I'll probably get the fucking... S slim? slim one, yeah. Yeah, um, because super sick for a Plex box. In particular, <laughs> yeah, not for games, just <laughs> not like a media center. That's which, it. Ironically, oh, really? really? exactly. that's what they wanted it to be in the first yeah. place. They were like, this is your number one entertainment thing. And everyone was like, get fucked. We want yeah. games, you dicks. <laughs> oh, you get games and a media center. That's a good thing. Yeah, except that they fucked it up and now they're like half the sales that the PlayStation oh. have. Even though oh, technically, okay. I'm not saying that it's a worse <laughs> no, system. I think exactly Xbox now probably has parity in features, if not better, hmm. because of this thing, play anywhere. Buy on Xbox One or PC and you can play on the other system at no yeah. extra cost. So you don't need to buy it twice. Yeah, yeah. kind of nice. Or like Forza, Forza Horizon Three is set in Australia, which is cool as fuck. Mm. So I'm actually thinking about getting it so I can visit Australia whenever I want. Well, uh, I actually exactly. saw a trailer. Like it was a very brief trailer, just that like two minutes or a minute or whatever it was, and I recognised one of the highways in Melbourne just down the road from my mum's house. Oh, really? And I was like, holy shit. It was just like the I saw one of the um a sign. Uh, no, 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 it wasn't a sign. It was like <laughs> a, a bit of um what do they call it when they try and make art beautiful on a, a mural? sculpture. Kind of like that, but not really. Like this is just some colorful poles and it's just really bizarre, but anyway, it's supposed to be art and it's supposed to like make it pretty pretty. Yeah, but it doesn't. But I saw them and I was like, "Holy shit, I know where that is." And I've driven down there, and now I can do it in a McLaren doing 350 kilometers an hour. Fucking oath. And I'm gonna. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'll feel like what it felt like to live in America, like for the last 20 years with every other game that's come out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) So yeah, I'll have that in common. That's cool. Um, But it does look sick. Is there anything in particular that? kind of struck your interest, Susie, with the Microsoft press conference? Um, well, um, I... Gears of War 4 had your mate in it, in the trail. (laughs) Is that what you were about to say? (laughs) No, I wasn't. I wasn't actually about to say that. Um, I was actually just trying to sort of gather everything that happened, because there was quite a lot that came out of the Microsoft conference. Um, Mm all things considered, but, um, yeah, definitely with what you were saying about um, the play anywhere, I think that was a really good move. Mm. That's a really really cool fucking feature. That, on top of backwards compatibility, is the kind of stuff that is what they needed to do at the start. If they'd have done all of this stuff at the start, PlayStation would have had nowhere to go. They'd been, like, they would have been fucking... They would have been dead in the water. water. Yeah. 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 And it's kind but, of well, like you know, kind of that's kind of what I thought would happen with PlayStation when they connected with Steam, but you can't do anything. 
there's nothing there at all. You can use your PlayStation account to sign into Steam, and that's it. There's nothing else in between. Yeah, it kind of went nowhere. Really? It's like the reverse option. Yeah, it's weird. Wow. It's, it's like the reverse of what happened with the PS3, Xbox 360, where the PS3 got dominated early, mm. and then by the end of the life cycle, they were like even, Garbage. even Stevens for fucking sales, PlayStation mm. 3 and 360, because the PS3 changed to be what it needed to be to get sales, which is what the Xbox One is doing. Yeah. Like PS4 is dominating in sales and for now, but with things like backwards compatibility and play anywhere and all that shit. Mm. Mm. Second all the second screen stuff. Yeah, that's really good actually. I when I played um uh the last Lara Croft game, um I played most of that on my laptop just sitting in front of the TV like the kids are watching movies or whatever. And I'd put the Lara Croft disc in the Xbox and just play it off my laptop. And it was great. Just using the screen, like still controlling it with the Xbox One, mm. but just watching it on the screen in front of me. And it was seamless. It was fantastic. And I wasn't mm. taking up the TV. So that was pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. things, Susie, things. <laughs> and stuff. Uh, things. Um. I think a few cool little things that are coming. And I think in a way, if this was stuff that was done with the Xbox One when it came out, yeah, it probably would have been a real game changer. But having this stuff come out now is kind of nice. You know, like they say, slow and steady wins the race, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I am definitely, um, I think it's great that they brought out, they're going to, or they're bringing out the Slim a nice little new Xbox that's coming out that's got all the different hard drive sizes mm, and everything like that. I don't Yeah, it's kind of neat. Mm. Um I really could care less about anyone that says, "Well, why would you do this now and I just bought this two years ago?" like whatever. It's fucking you know? it's a stupid argument. It is. Yeah, iPhone bring out, said... you know, Apple bring out a yeah. new iPhone every year. Mm-hmm. You know it. So yeah. it happens. It well, happens. that was actually the interesting thing about their announcement with the Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Because people, um, the one of the Sony execs came out because obviously Sony are doing the same thing. Yeah, and they came out and they were like, "It's weird that Microsoft into like this day and age, it's kind of bizarre that Microsoft announced Scorpio like a year over a year before it's going to come out." Because PlayStation yeah. did that with the, what was it with the PS4? Yeah. And they didn't show the system and everyone was like, what the fuck, where's the system? Like, we want to see it. Mm. And it's because of this instant gratification that we have now where, you know, Apple do their conference and go, this is the new iPhone and it'll be available, like, in a week. Yeah. Yeah. They do that. Yeah. And yeah. people are now trained to be like, oh, cool, you announce a thing, I can have it. Which is also why people are, like, super friggin' annoyed with things like what the original Watch Dogs was announced like a year and a half, two years before it even fucking came out. And people yeah. were like, by the time it came out, they were just burnt out on waiting for the fucking thing. Mm. Yeah, bored. And that goes back that. to the old argument about how entitled we are as gamers mm. about Definitely. things. Definitely. You know, it's just... I remember, you know, being in the 90s, you know, reading something in a magazine... Couldn't go on the internet. You read it in a magazine. Yeah. You know, oh, this movie's going to come out in two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll look forward to it. You know? Or you'd get a game 
and it'd be difficult and then you'd be like, fuck, I have to wait until next month's copy of whatever magazine to get the hints. <laughs> get my next Disney adventure little pocketbook. Yeah. And like if you don't if you don't you just are stuck. You can't just Google a fucking walkthrough. No. You gotta keep no. fucking bashing your head against the wall. I never had that as a kid, you know? It mm. just you know, we're so it was so entitled. But you know, at least with Project Scorpio I'm like, oh, wow, that's a really long time away, huh? And then I'm like, no, that's going to give me plenty of time to save some fucking money and get it, mm, you know? That's true. Yeah. And maybe and maybe by that point, you know, along along with it, save up for a 4K TV so it looks nice. Mm. Well, you that's know, the whole I look, of these new systems, right, the 4K gaming. Yeah. But, but it's I an investment what... that I can save up for, and I don't think people in my generation like to save up for things. So maybe it's good, <laughs> good economical practices. No, it's <laughs> safe. They'll just keep buying other new shit until that comes out, and then they'll buy that. Yeah, sure. sure I'm an optimist, all right. They'll just get a loan, <laughs> credit card. Um, True. But no, the, yeah, the Scorpio does look interesting, and people are saying like, "Oh, why the fuck are you going like four years into it?" putting out a whole new system like the xbox to say that it's not obsolete one is retarded because they did the same fucking thing with the 360 and the ps3 there was three different ps3s mm-hmm. they had the slim one and then they because the, they originally had the one that had backwards compatibility with ps2 then they got rid of that for the next one and then they had a like a slim one and then they had the super slim that had like the washboard top that was like a really crappy, like slidey top thing that you put the disc into. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was terrible. And mm, flimsy. Like real flimsy, but it yeah. fucking did the job. I've still got mine at home. Mm. Works great, I assume. Because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't it yeah. And if you opened it now, all that dust on top would just get pushed in from it sliding back into the tray. It would just all go, all go straight into the lens. Mm. <laughs> it be dead. But you see, like that, it doesn't. It's not. The system's always evolved. This yeah. is nothing new. Just because they're making a slim doesn't mean you need to fucking buy it, because it's the no. same as your previous system, basically. Like, well, that's the difference with this. Yeah, it's a little bit like I'm not talking about Scorpio. I'm talking about the Xbox One slim. S. Slim. There slim. are so many people upset that they're bringing out a slim now. It makes I'm no like, sense. You to don't be have upset. to get it. It's you don't dumb. have to buy it. Yeah. If your Xbox One is still working, why the fuck would you get rid of it to get a new one? Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, even the 360 had different faces as well. It took a while to get the Slim to come out. But, you know, you had the 360 when it came out. Then they brought out the Elites. And then they brought out the Slims. Yeah, Mm. exactly. And And then they brought out some other model of it after the Slims And they brought out out. a Slim. I mean, um, the... Limited edition one not that long ago with the new controllers and everything. The Elite yep. controllers. Yeah. I think. And they sold that as a different package and the controllers are still worth 200 bucks each. Yeah. And that's They're what comes cheap. with the new one, right? The the Elite controller. Yeah. I think comes with the Slim. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it does. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah. Or maybe not I didn't the full know that. Elite one that has like the back fucking panel tappy thingies. But like they, they did upgrade. It's interchangeable. Yeah, they, stuff. they changed some shit on it, whatever. <laughs> I do like the option of um, uh, that they brought out. Now you can customize your controller. 
It's mm. about 80 bucks US, and you can custom make your own Xbox controller. I think that's great. That is a cool thing. I yeah. really, I really like it. And How much an is a normal bucks, controller? 70 bucks, is it? 60, 60, 70. So for an extra ten bucks, you can custom it. That's all right. Something like that, yeah, yeah. Like for it's not like when you look at the standard controller that you go out and buy if you need a new controller. Yeah. The price difference is not is not that much. I would be happy to pay an additional, you know, even if it was like a forty dollar difference. I think I would like that if I had, yeah, you know, my fully own coloured control. Yeah, and it's not putting like a grip cover on it like you pretty much have to now if you want to do that and you know for an extra 10 bucks you can get um a laser etching on it so it's like engraved it's not a lot like the space just gets so full of dirt and grime wouldn't it they get so gross (laughs) controllers controllers are disgusting yeah well that's the thing it's um just above where the uh, the jack is, like underneath like the D-pad. That's okay. where the etching actually goes. Yeah. So it's probably in one of those fantastic areas where you're going to get some, you know, crap in thumb, yeah, thumb crap. Some number twos. <laughs> oh, yuck. <laughs> um, you can't get much uh, as far as the space of how, like the limit of letters and everything in it. It's not much. Uh, I did test it out though, and it can actually laser etch your dad's bay. I have I have cool. tested that, and I could get that laser etched. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Why don't you? Yeah, you should at Why least. I just it, might. You should at I least just buy might. that, just so that All about if anyone class. else wants to do it, just copyright it. Well, um, is there anything else Microsoft related that you think is worth mentioning? Let me just. State of Decay looks memory. all right, but. Uh, uh, do you enough, remember but... when I played the first one and I called it State of OK? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't too thrilled when I heard about it because they're like, we listened to you. We took your feedback and made a second game. And I'm like, really? You listened to me? Yeah. Of all the things I said, I don't think so. Because <laughs> uh, all these features and things you're talking about are not really what I was talking about. But it's <laughs> cool that you can have... It's going to be multiplayer as, you know, you yeah, can play exactly. with your friends, which is, yeah. which is okay. That's actually a good thing. That's that kind of what you need in a zombie up. game. Yes. Which is kind of what they're made for. The, um, the Xbox yeah. Live, new Xbox Live features that they kind of announced was that arena mm-hmm. where you can have tournaments where you like open the, what is it, like an arena app on your Xbox? Yeah, I imagine it would be just an app. It's like a kind of a, matchmaking system for tournament play. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of good. And there's going to be a thing on there as well. Uh, Like they're going to have like looking for groups Mm. uh, incorporated into it, into the Xbox dashboard, which. That's a really good idea. That's Mm. a really, really good feature. Because you know, Microsoft are going to make it good. Unlike if you like go into a game you're basically at the mercy of the developer's ability to make a matchmaking system that actually fucking works. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. if Microsoft are doing one that goes across their whole system, then you can be pretty sure it'll fucking work. But yeah, how simple is that going to be? It'd be like, I'm a loser. I have no friends to play State of OK 2, so I'm going to put my name down on this looking for group. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I like to have fun. Boom. I like walks in the park. 
Yeah. I'm a Capricorn. Exactly. I'm a unicorn. <laughs> I don't buy it much. <laughs> Unless you've asked me nicely. <laughs> Unless you're a bad boy. We should catch up oh. to pizza. <laughs> anyway, Maybe that's um, what I should group. do. <laughs> I, bought three, I bought three pizzas with my Xbox One Pizza Hut up, and, <laughs> and I can't eat them all myself. LFD. <laughs> That's that's probably what I'll do. <laughs> Just go looking for group and like go Eco's like eat which, pizza. which game are you playing? Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> there are six other people using yeah. the Pizza Hut app right now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, out at Pizza Hut. Or you fun- can- <laughs> <laughs> functionality like that was kind of what was missing from the Sony press conference. I thought. Um, like it was game heavy from start to finish. Mm. From what I saw of it, they did pack a lot in, like mm. long ass gameplay trailers and stuff. And yeah, God of War was something like seven minutes, and then uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was probably about ten minutes as well of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, looks fucking cool. Like honestly, robots, like AI robot dinosaurs and shit. The thing that struck me from that, which I, I, I guess I was really skeptical about when I saw the trailer for it originally, was how many of these things there are. They're fucking everywhere. Like this woman leaves and goes on her little trail, and she's only just run up the street, and there's already like these machine dinosaur robots mm, you know, yes. doing things. And then like she turns around, and there's others like scurrying around in the corner near the trees, and you know then she rides off. And there's these massive ones just like walking past next They're to like lake. Brontosaurus type things. Yeah. And next to this lake, which has got these other kind of dinosaurs like spitting water at each other and shit and doing crazy wacky shit in the, in the water. <laughs> and um, they're fucking everywhere though. Yeah. It's bizarre. Eh? Well, because yeah. the way that they sort of frame that is when she walks down the path, this guy's like, oh, you're leaving the safe area. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I know. See ya. <laughs> and then she leaves and there's fucking robot dinosaurs everywhere. Mm. But I thought it would be kind of like, I don't know, they could never pack that much into a game in my eyes, you know, like playing old games where you had to travel for so fucking long on a horse to get to your next spot and nothing happens along the way. Mm-mm, like Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, that's a good one. Um yeah, that's actually a That's really probably the fun. best example of like yeah. riding on a horse for Assassin's fucking Assassin's Creed 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a bad one for it too. <laughs> yeah, like there's just some games like that where you kind of just expect. But with this, you could stop every 30 seconds and fight some dinosaurs or capture them or free them or whatever. Like there's fucking things happening all the time everywhere. So it's obviously not going to be a case of you have to take out all the robots. You know, like, they're beasts, and it looks really cool. I mean, even with... um, uh, Fuck, I've totally forgotten what it was called. Far Cry 4. Mm. You know, you could get out of your car or whatever and just run in a straight line, and you'd see things every now and again, but nothing that... Like unless you ran into a bear or something like that or some wild tigers or whatever, you wouldn't really have to care too much. You just keep going. But 
in this it's fucking everywhere and they're all really big and seem really close to everything and mm. yeah unbelievable they might have they may have pieced that together specifically for the gameplay they showed but it was running off a of playstation like there was a dude there playing it unless mm-hmm. i mean i guess sometimes they do show playstation games running on a pc being controlled by a playstation controller when <laughs> when it's mm-hmm. in development yeah, that's a pretty common thing, but I—I I mean, it gets the point across, doesn't it? Because mm. that was that was heavy. That game, there was a lot going on. Yeah, and it looks cool. Uh, well, there's like heaps of systems that they kind of you didn't realize. Well, you didn't know the complexity of the game from the original trailer. Yeah, and then they showed this gameplay bit, and it has like all of these explosives and like picking up parts to create things, and like different sort of role playing mechanics, mm. RPG heaps type of weapons, mechanics. and you know, mm. like arrow tips and all and kinds shit. of shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that game looks really fucking cool. But the only problem with it, in my eyes, mm. is that I fucking hate games with bows and arrows. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't even play the last. Far Cry, Far Cry I didn't even play it because I just don't like playing bows and arrows. Yeah, you got to allow for like it just shits the me drop of the arrow and shit. Yeah, like that. and like the normally they're so cumbersome, you mm. know, to pull out an arrow, pull the, the string. Like it takes time, and it pisses me off with those kind of things. Like for how mm. inaccurate a bow and arrow is to take so long to shoot somebody if you yeah. miss the first time, retarded. Nah, Far Cry Primal was pretty. It's not too bad for that. <laughs> Maybe I just suck at it. Whatever, I don't care. Probably. <laughs> no, if Primal wasn't you. that bad, it yeah, was because I think as you progressed, you got like multiple arrows at the same time, so you'd like shoot and it would shoot multiple arrows. I may be making that up. I did finish that game. <laughs> <laughs> it was something he thought was in it anyway. Well, the game wasn't that fucking... <laughs> it wasn't that fucking spectacular, let's be honest. I mean, it was a great game, but it wasn't like uh, I'm going to sit there in 10 years and be like, wow, you know what game was great? Yeah. Far Cry Primal. I'll okay. probably... <laughs> more likely to say Far Cry 4. Yeah, true. So, anyway, but... So, I don't know, there's always one idiot. Yeah, that's true. one idiot. Yeah, yeah that's true. There's, there's still there's still people out there that like the first home front. So oh, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Wow. Well, there's a high five moment right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, back on target. Was, it was very top heavy with games and stuff, yeah, and they they uh, didn't really show any kind of technological stuff from the PlayStation apart from PSVR obviously but again that's like games it's yeah, not that's all they really showed with that too yeah. they didn't go into the tech of it really yeah they didn't announce there any information about PlayStation Neo which is the Scorpio of PlayStation equivalent yeah mm-hmm. um actually one thing I'm really fucking excited for but I don't think I'll ever actually do it cuz I will actually shit my pants is oh. Resident Evil 7 on VR. Oh, yeah. Oh, on VR? Yeah. That game Ew. looked scary. You know, it, it just being totally immersed in... In Resident any horror Evil. game. Any horror game. Yeah, and this looked fucked. scary as shit. Yeah. I would yeah. say I would play Gears 4 on VR. That would be fucking fun. Yeah, that would be fun. But something where there's like that... Um, the tension... Mm. that you get with classic horror games is like, yeah, no. no, thank you. I don't want to be Evil, fucking immersed the, in that. The, like, imagine playing Dead no. Space. 
the first Dead Space. Yeah, true. Imagine yourself. playing that in the dark with a fucking... Well, I mean, it's dark because you're wearing a fucking VR headset, but yeah. imagine that. Like, I played it at nighttime and was basically pooping. Mm. I can't play that. <laughs> like, playing that game with headphones on, with good headphones on, yeah. you're constantly looking over your shoulder. It's so yeah. weird. Yeah, like you hear a tin get knocked over yeah, that it, way. It's like gut fucked. <laughs> Something's wow. gonna run out and stab me through the chest. Yeah, yeah it's pretty scary. Dead Space was so fucking good. Mm. But imagine I never played Dead Space. Oh, it's great. But it's the Top sound. Game. The sound of that game was perfect. Yeah. Bizarre. Sound design was It was uh, with Games with Gold on Xbox not too long ago, a few months ago anyway. I downloaded it, but I still haven't played it because everyone's always said to me, it's going to terrify you. Mm. And I'm like, ooh. Yeah, it was pretty full on. It was a really good game though. And then sort of Dead Space 2 was also good, but it was more like... It was more just a shooter. Yeah, and it was kind of in your face because that was when EA kind of took over. Yeah. When originally I think it was made by some Japanese developer. So it was this real, like, because it was really isolated, mm-hmm. an isolated story. Like, you're alone on this spaceship. You have someone in your ear. Yeah. But you're basically alone on this abandoned spaceship that has, like, aliens that want to kill you on it. Yeah. And in it's, gross ways. Yeah, and it's fucking intense. And then the second and third that. ones were, like, they became more shootery and they had more characters and mm. you kind of lost that sort of isolation. Yeah. So, but yeah, for, for but, yeah, anyone out there, I think and that's one. the thing. Like the VR, I knew it was always going to be about scary games. Yeah, because that's the most immersive thing that you can put yourself into into a game. Yeah, no thanks, not for me. Right. And this, they're normally slow enough that you can do VR. You know what I mean? Like, because mm. there's not going to be a need for swinging a fucking you know your arms around to shoot things even though it'll have to happen, but it's all about exploring and taking your time and being scared. Well, you're talking about, you've mentioned a couple of times like things being slow in VR, but they showed, um, and I think they showed this earlier prior to E3, but there's a game that, a first party game that PlayStation are bringing out for PSVR called Rigs, and it's a multiplayer shooter, like a competitive multiplayer shooter. Cool. Where you use the move controllers with yeah. the VR headset as your your gun. That's you pretty know? cool. And it's a run and gun fucking multiplayer shooter. So I mean that's not gonna be slow based. No, it won't. No. But that's the thing, like the good thing about a PC is that you're not like if you're I'm sorry, if you're just watching a screen, you're not flicking your head around at things with an extra, you know, five hundred grams on your face. And if you have to do that with your whole body to turn around and shoot things, it takes time. Mm. And how fast games are, it, like, that's what I mean. Like, these kind of games, you do have to whip around and shoot something if it's behind you. But if you've just got a controller, it's just a flick or a button or whatever, and you're looking in the opposite direction. And people are going to fucking hurt themselves like crazy playing VR. <laughs> Good slobs that haven't moved for months are going to put it on and just like break themselves, break oh, well. themselves off. I think it's, I think VR is a very fucking interesting technology, and I'm yeah. excited to see what they can do with it. Mm, me too. Um, yeah. But yeah, 
Um, one of the downsides of the PlayStation conference to me was, oh, well, Susie, what do you, how, how do you feel about VR before we go um, on? <laughs> you know, it's something that I've always, you know, I've always felt like I want more information mm. about this. And then I think about, like I just said, you know, if you played Fallout 4 in VR or Dead Space or like I think Gears would be nice in VR because that'd be kind of interesting, but it's still a concept that I struggle to understand. Mm. Yeah. If that makes sense, because this was something that, you know, you hear about as a kid and it's like, Oh, in the future, you know, you'll do like do all these things in virtual reality. And then I was actually thinking about this the other day and I'm like, is it really here? Like, did I live to see this mm. actually well, it does happen? seem that way, hey. Like, yeah. I haven't had a chance to use it, but from basically everyone I've heard talk about it, it's like, this is it, you know? Mm. This is well, a working I... thing that is not dodgy, you know? Yeah. It's well-made. It works. And it works. I mean, I remember, you know, you and I at PAX and the Oculus Rift being there, and I mm. was looking at it going, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I actually did use that. I used the Oculus Rift on a racing game with a steering wheel. I fucking yeah. completely forgot about it until I saw a picture of me using it. Today. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I fucking did that. But it was, right. like a low, it was like a dev kit Oculus Rift, so it was low resolution. Yeah. yeah. And I crashed straight yeah. into a wall because I didn't understand the concept of head tracking. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about it. I was just like, oh, it's a headset with a screen in it. So you're just looking yeah. around. Yeah. So I've looked at the screen and like, and I'm not good at driving games with a fucking steering wheel and pedals. So I just drove straight into a wall <laughs> and the game glitched out. Then you broke like, it. This kind of sucks. Glitched the whole thing they <laughs> yeah. gave up. They went home after that. But, um, I think it's just one of those things that I, I just – I think I overthink it in a way. Um, but – Well, that's the thing. We're not supposed to, I reckon. Leave that to the scientists. They can think about it and we'll just enjoy it when it comes. I well, think there's yeah. probably just some things that I'm happy I'm happy to see on a screen, but mm-hmm. seeing it, it, you know – Like in your, presented like, in your eyes. Yeah. 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 That's where the lines start to blur from entertainment and nightmare, I guess. I don't know, because it's so, interesting. As long as you have that play Resident Evil. It's, it's, oh, hell. Because yeah. the whole point of gaming is to immerse you, particularly in games like Fallout and shit like that. But, yeah. And VR takes it to the next level. But the interesting thing about it is there's a lot of kind of conversation and studies and research and stuff going on at the same time. This isn't really game related, but with VR units being used as ways to kind of, um, I guess like treat people with anxiety and, and help people get over fears and things like that by having a controlled environment that they can, you know, face things with. Yeah. In a safe environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that whole side of it is super interesting to me. And, and well, that's pretty much what we're doing. I mean, you know, I want to destroy evil. So I'm going to do it in a controlled environment and I'm going to play it Resident Evil 7 in VR instead of doing it for real. <laughs> scary house down the road. Exactly. Yeah. See? Or taking out all of the asylums from Arkham and just 
Yeah, because I'm fucking Batman, but I'm too scared to be Batman. (laughs) I'm not a vigilante. (laughs) Yeah, that was was a cool thing that was announced. They're making uh, Rocksteady, after they made Arkham Knight, everyone was like, oh, I wonder what they'll do next. Maybe it'll be a Superman game. And it turns out they kept working with Batman and they're making Batman Arkham VR. Mm, Could be interesting. And that's coming out, I think I read that it's coming out in October when the system comes out. PlayStation mm. VR got a release date at E3. It's October 13th. So um, that's only that's like right. four months away, less than four months. I am looking forward to that because I would like to be Batgirl. <clears throat> mm. I can't say Batman. That's not right. Actually, fuck, speaking of things that are awesome about Batman, Injustice 2 Injustice ah. Gods Among Us came out before Mortal Kombat X and it was from the people who make Mortal Kombat the fighting game with the DC characters. It was fucking awesome. They announced mm-hmm. Injustice 2 and it has Supergirl and a bunch of other new characters in it and cool. like a gear system. So like when you do fights, you unlock gear that you can, so you can change the outfit that your guy, your character is wearing. So... One person's Superman will fight differently to another person's Superman. Cool. So that adds a whole other layer to the game, hmm. which was already an amazing game with all the like level transitions and and the thought you know, like the sore thumbs and shit. That was <laughs> well, awesome. The interactive items in that the that game hurt so much. That was that hurt even worse than Mortal Kombat. You fucking old bastard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Injustice 2. That's a side note. Yes. Um, What next? Uh, Last Guardian got a release date October 25th. That's like fucking 10 years in the making. Mm, True. Oh, and Final Fantasy 15 has friggin' VR. Yeah. There you go. Like first person Final Fantasy. That would be weird. Which is bizarre. The trailer for it has the main character like turns to the screen gives thumbs up while wearing a PSVR headset. <laughs> it's such a, like, it's so Japanese. Yeah, I love it. Classic. Um, yeah. Speaking of weird Japanese things, Death Stranding, the new Kojima game with Norman Reedus. Reedus yeah. yeah, I didn't it, get that, holding, a, like, fetus and stuff. Uh, it's weird. He's, like, on a, it's, so, I don't know. You need to go yeah. and look up Death Stranding and watch the trailer, but he basically wakes up on this beach of black sand and there's, like, handprints in the sand and then there's a baby and then he stands up and it kind of pans out to a naked Norman Reedus surrounded by fucking fish and crabs and stuff because <laughs> he's in, like, an ocean where all the water is gone and then the water slowly starts coming back at the end of the clip. It's the weirdest friggin' trailer mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> Pretty much. And you don't know what the game is. Nothing. Except that it's a Kojima game and it has Norman Reedus. So it's already selling. Yeah. People are like, Kojima, awesome. Yeah. Dude, awesome. Let's do it. (laughs) It's on. Crazy. Well, that's about it, I think. Well, they didn't show any Um, indies, which was unusual. I wanted that too. Yeah. Um, I just, the only thing from it that, um, I was excited about was the gameplay for uh, We Happy Few. Did you guys have a look at the link that I sent you? Oh, no. Are you, have a look at you this. You told me about it. Yeah. 
Um, and it's coming out and at the end of July anyway, so it's it's coming out really soon. So you don't have to wait till like 2019 to play it. Mm. PC um, only, I think. At this point, yeah, yeah, but that's always, that could I, always change. Oh, and Linux will probably yeah, come so. out. Yeah, there you go, Lucas. Um, cool. I'm on it, <laughs> but it won't be on Mac. <clears throat> Steam early access and Xbox preview July 26th, and yes, it will be on OS. Yeah, bam. <laughs> um, I'm actually looking at like the requirements to run it on a PC. Um, it really doesn't even need too much to like minimum requirements: Windows Seven, Triple Core, Intel, or AMD, two gigahertz or faster, four gig of RAM. Like minimums, two eighty G four. It's like it's nice laptop not much. That. Yeah, actually, you'll be able to get back into PC gaming, Matt. Why? There you go. Because your laptop would run it. Oh, yeah. That doesn't mean I'll play it, though. No. Um, I don't really play games on my laptop. The thing with this that I sort of found um, appealing with it is that it's set in 1964. So you're looking at kind of a time that's, you know, you look at, like, the Cold War side of things. Um, It's weird. It's a game of paranoia and survival in a drugged-out dystopian English city in 1964. Um, Another thing with it is that if you die, there's no reload. You just can just play the game all over again. Yeah, it's a roguelike. Yeah. That's so bizarre. Procedurally, this is the Wikipedia page, right? It was Mm kick-started for $200,000. So it's a pretty cheap game to make. Uh, Wikipedia says it's a procedurally generated psychological thriller roguelike survival horror game. And this is the plot, right? First-person shooter, third-person. The game is set in the fictional island town of Wellington Wells in the year 1964. In this alternate timeline, Nazi Germany invaded England during World War II. To defeat the Nazis, the citizens did a very bad thing which was so upsetting for the survivors that they resorted to taking a drug called Joy that suppresses unhappy memories. Cool. People who abstain from taking Joy are branded downers and if captured are forced to take Joy to fit back into society. Hmm. There's a, I, I kind of so find that there's a... Full on. Yeah. It's subtle, but it's not. I, I That's something I've really taken with it. I'm like, this is a really mature game. It's about brainwashing and shit like that. That's fucking crazy. Um, the gameplay video of it, um, they had it on the Xbox dashboard uh, with all the E3 stuff, but just watching the way that that all plays out, it's fucking creepy. Like, everyone is wearing a mask with a big smile on it. Yeah. And like, even in the like gameplay of it, it yeah, it, that's one thing I took from it. I'm like, this is one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen. And it's not about zombies or aliens or mm. you know anything like that. It's just fucking people in masks saying really strange things and acting really bizarre. Um, even in the gameplay video, at one point you walk past this room and you see two people in an altercation and one of them gets stabbed and then one realizes that you're watching and they both kind of look at you and they've got these big fucking smiley masks on (laughs) and they come up and walk over to you like nothing happened. It's just, um, yeah, but I love the artwork of it. I love all the artwork 
it's creepy, but it just it's so simple and it's not. Mm. And I just I love the sixties look of it. I just I love all the hairstyles and the clothing and the way everything is, but it just looks like a really simple game that has a lot in a tiny little package. So um, that's why I shared the link with you guys to just, it's like, fucking look at this. It's like Austin Powers mm. and fucking, you know, you know, almost Borderlands kind of style in the settings, but it's fucking terrifying. I really hope that comes out on PS4. I mean, I'll probably, if it's, if it's not, I'll play it on PC because <laughs> it's, it's super interesting. It's like to try, you've got to try and escape the town where you're surrounded by the people who are on drugs. Yeah. That's so bizarre. And it's, it mentions, the cool thing for me is because I recently listened to the audio book of 1984. Oh, yeah. And I'd never read the book, but I obviously knew what the story you was about. You heard the book. Yeah. Well, I I knew what the story was vaguely and I like understood the concept of like it's a dystopian future where you know the government controls you and that's what this game basically is. It says here that the mm-hmm. the protagonist works as a redactor. Yep. In which is similar to like 1984 where they're like deleting stuff from the records that doesn't suit the message that they're trying to give. It's kind of what you see in the in the gameplay video of it when you um, when it first starts and you know it's got press X to Jason or whatever it is that you do, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's that that kind of interaction thing, um, you know that's kind of what he's doing and and that's when I realised that it was kind of nice that it kind of gave away where the setting was because they're talking about the Soviets and everything. So I'm like, ooh, this is my kind of game. Yeah, you know, there's a, set a, in a that few time. like that. Um, uh, what was the other one that I saw as well? Um, uh, Outlast 2. Got released, oh, yeah? Or got, you know, uh, released trailer. And that was a freaky game. And I reckon that'll be kind of interesting as well because did you ever play Outlast? It was the no. one where you were in a... Oh, no. No, it yeah, was scary. No, no, scary no, no, as no, fuck. No, no, yeah, no. It was a PlayStation free game and I didn't get it. I didn't even want it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like you're inside a, um asylum basically that's been shut down for 20 years and people have talked about monsters inside it and all this kind of shit. And you go in there as a reporter and you've got your video camera, there's no fighting. If the monsters see you and they get you, you're dead. You can yeah. just do parkour yep. and you can use the infrared on the camera to see when all the lights go out. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen gameplay of it. No, no, no way. It's no scary. Way. Yeah, Playing that was, VR. Yeah, I know. See, that would be insane. But another one that I thought was kind of would be interesting was that um, – Detroit Play Outlast on VR. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Do that. Mm. Yeah, I reckon Detroit become home, a human or home or become a home, whatever. It's a new David Cage game, the guy who made Beyond Two Souls and that other one. Mm. Yeah. Beyond Two Souls 2. What was that other one? (laughs) First one? Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain, yeah. Yeah, it was Heavy Rain. Press X to Jason. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) 
But yeah, that looks really interesting. Segue. It's kind of weird. Like the the like the trailer that they played is like two and a half minutes or whatever, three minutes of just all these choices, and it looks really weird. Like you can go, looks like you can just reverse back in time a little bit and make a different choice to see how that pans out. And then you reverse and like play a different thing to see how that bit pans out. And it just branches with all these different choices. Fucking weird. Which is basically what those games, well, that's what Heavy Rain was. Yeah, in a way, but... But not to that extent. Yeah, not to that extent at all. Like this has the same like first kind of third of it is the same and then it's just chopped between all these different kinds of outcomes that could happen Mm. and then at the end he just kind of walks away and it's like wow what the fuck just happened i saw the same thing 50 times but none of them were the same yeah it like i said earlier when before we were recording i said it's like an epileptic seizure of fucking alternate endings yeah basically it's this huge montage and the interesting thing is that game apparently is supposed supposedly going to be about eight to ten hours long. Wow! And and that bit that's in the trailer is like one scene where you walk into this place and you try to solve, you try to negotiate this guy down, and the trailer shows like at least thirty different endings to that yeah, it's one incredible, scene. Incredible, isn't it? Yeah. And whether or not like like that's cool to have that much depth in each scene that you participate in mm. but whether or not it that will all come together to make like an exponential amount of different endings to the game it remains to be seen because that's what I they that's kind of how they be possible well that's kind of how they presented heavy rain and then yeah, in the true. end no matter what you did there was like 13 different endings yeah yeah even though you could do you know a countless number of different movements and different exactly. choices you were bound by these 13 endings. I mean, obviously, they have to have a finite number. Yeah, that's it'll right. Be, well, it'll that's be interesting thing, like, to see how many there is for Detroit become human and how varied they are. Brings me back to the point of making games too big as well. Like, mm. And I'm talking about just hard drive size. Like, I bought um, fucking Overwatch and I had to download 8 gig and then I could play and I was done. Basically, I was playing the game fully installed. Mm. And then I bought Doom on disk and I put the disk in. It had 7.9 gig of data and then it downloaded 43 and a half gig. So I couldn't even mm. play it for like fucking 10 hours. Not because it took that long to download, but because I wanted to play it at night time. And then I looked at it and went, holy fuck, look at this thing. It's got to download. What's the point of buying it on a disk? But anyway, mm. it was a waste yeah, of time. Exactly. So to make a game that had this amount of like different outcomes would take forever. It would constantly be updating. People would be making different choices. But anyway. Maybe we'll that's why, happens. you know, the old Fallout games would crash so much. Could so be. Yeah. That's why Fallout 4 is so stable because there's only one fucking decision to make. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, I think we'll probably wrap it up. What do you reckon? Yep. It's been a long episode. Yeah, I feel like we've kind of covered a lot of shit. We, yeah. we did a lot. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of stuff. I mean, as as always, there was a lot of stuff to cover at the... Uh, we couldn't cover everything. At E3 this year, yeah. 
So if you want to go and have a look, go to the, your nearest tubes and watch it. Um, it's everywhere. Just type in E three well, sixteen and you'll be inundated. Two thousand fourteen. I'll put it from two thousand fourteen. Yeah. And just I'll... sit there for three <laughs> weeks and watch video trailers yeah. and games that have come out. Or alternatively, you can <laughs> you can uh, just go to the page for this podcast episode and I'll put a bunch of trailers in there of stuff that we've mentioned, so you can look yeah. at. Yeah. Sounds good. Very good. Yeah, well, that's good fun. Um, until then, I hope everybody enjoys themselves, and ours will be 100 next time we're back. So that's gonna <gasps> Can be I fun. come back for that? Mm-hmm. Sure. That's you can take my spot. I don't even know if I want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get hosts, like some stand-ins to do the 100 show. And they'll be better than us, so oh, then we'll just be like, oh, take over. It's just, it's just going to be me. It's just that's Done. It. Done. All right. See you, boys. You twitching in live. In <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming, Susie. It's always good. No worries. It's always no a pleasure. Worries. It is. Thank you. And thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any like comments about what you thought was awesome, um, you know what? You can email us at podcast at dropbeargaming.com mm. or Keep it alternatively, don't fucking worry about that and just comment on the Facebook page. Like, that's pretty easy. Just Why anything, just... even if you just, like, lean on your keyboard. <laughs> just, just, just record a video of your thoughts, like a response video, mm. and post it on YouTube. Yeah. And then yeah, you yeah. send us the link at podcast at dropbackgaming.com. <laughs> and we won't watch it. We might. Well. We'll watch the beginning. We'll probably delete it because we'll think it's spam. So, but anyway, until then, arrivederci. <laughs> Catch ya. Bye.